This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Let's bring in uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, the uh, entrepreneurial star of VaynerMedia, the CEO. And uh, why the resurgence in collecting sports cards? There's multiple reasons. One, 45-year-olds... Uh, you know, the great era of sports cards in the last three, four decades was that 80, 1985 to 1993 range where it was complete, you know, chaos and everybody was into it. And that guy, and so, and obviously some women as well, but that guy predominantly is now 45 to 50 and has children that are now eight and nine. And just like in the toy industry and other businesses, you see reboots every 30 years, you're seeing that with sports. That's one. Two, gambling. The explosion of gambling in the last decade, what gamblers are realizing, instead of daily fantasy and just betting on games, that they're able to make more money being right about Jason Tatum or Tyler Hero or you know Giannis than even betting on those teams or those variables. So that's been a huge factor. And then three, you've got the sneaker flipper kids. If, you know, for people that are listening, if you've got kids in, that have been doing this over the last 10 years, but the flipping of premium sneakers, buying and selling. So the entrepreneurial element there, that's happening. And then for YouTube, there's the explosion of people opening up packs on the internet and that being entertainment, this what's called pack breaking. So those are four major uh, things converging at the same time that has really led to and then social media overlay, like people sharing their Zion pull or their great Kobe collection. Uh, you just have some a lot of ingredients, Dan, for why this is happening now. What is hot right now? Basketball. You know, basketball is uncomfortably hot, both vintage and modern. I think a lot of people will lose money, and I'm going to say this again clearly. People will lose money on modern because they're going to bet on a young player. Let's use Tyler Hero because it's relevant who looks all the part, but so so did Derrick Rose. I mean, Derrick Rose looked more the part and injuries are a variable. And if you spent $100,000 investing in Derrick Rose years ago, it would have looked good, but you would have got caught. Like you would have got caught on Bo Jackson and Grant Hill and others. Um, but young basketball, modern basketball is very hot. Vintage basketball has completely exploded. Dr. J, rookie cards in a eight out of 10 grade as you get more into the world, you know that there's companies now that you send it to and they grade it. PSA, BGS, SGC, these are the companies that grade cards. A Dr. J PSA 8 was $800 a, a year ago and now is an $8,000 card. You know, that's a 10 times explosion. Are these the new stocks? I mean, would you rather invest in cards or stocks? I would rather invest in cards, but I need everybody to hear this why. Uh, I'd like to diversify from the stocks that I own. Um, when you're dealing, you know, times like this, uncertainty, potential recession after the COVID thing, you know, like non-stock market assets, alternative assets tend to go down, but not as much with upside. Three, it makes me happy. So I would rather own, you know, a Will Chamberlain $200,000 piece of art than an actual piece of art. Like, I don't want that. I don't want a Warhol. I don't want, you know, a Jackson Pollock. I want the greatest sports cards because of my interests, because growing up watching you every single day, like that was my life. Uh, and because of the rarity, I, I think that the top 5% of sports cards, the most rare stuff 
is about to go through its contemporary art phase that we saw in the late 60s, 70s, and 80s with the before mentioned Warhol and Pollock. So I just think Michael Jordan rookies in a perfect 10, there's only 313 of them, Dan. They were 25, 30,000 about 18 months ago. They're hovering around 100,000. It is my professional investor businessman belief that that's a half a million dollar card in 10 years. That's a good return. Michael Jordan, you know, when you invest in real estate, neighborhoods, COVID, there's pretty much nothing that can happen at this point with Michael Jordan outside of, <laughs> I don't wanna go there, but like outside of an OJ Simpson like, like you're talking about the rarest of rare thing that can do anything to d- diminish his demand and the supply is non-existent and the demand overall for this art is exploding and I think you're gonna see those things play out. What's your most valuable card? I bought a PSA 9 Jackie Robinson 1948 Leaf rookie card with another friend. We split it. How much? We, we spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars each. And I believe the card now, based on what's happened in the market the last two years, could be pushing over a million dollars in value because there's only nine of them. And I think when you think about what Jackie Robinson represents and where America is in this life cycle, it's always been an underpriced card compared to Honus Wagner and Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb. And I think we're starting to feel the demand really explode for it. But I have a bunch of cards at home that are still in the packs, and it's from the 90s. Yeah, you, you, worthless. And I do too. <laughs> because, because knowing your career and being such an admirer, and this is for everyone who's listening, this was what was happening in the 80s and 90s. There was this gold rush, and everyone said, buy these things, store them, because what was happening, the things from the 50s and 60s, the mantles, the errands, the Clementes were, the problem was, people didn't understand how much supply. Tops was making millions in cards. And by the way, Matt Noakes and Eric, so, you know, Eric Davis and <laughs> Wally Joyner and you know, Mike Greenwell and Ellis Burks did not become Ty Cobb and Mike Greenwell, which then made those cards vulnerable. And that's why I tell a lot of kids, and if you're a parent of a kid or a kid listening right now, Listen, I'm very excited about Tyler Hero too, and I'm super can't wait to watch you know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown develop and Donovan Mitchell, and I'm super excited, but remember this, unless you're a top 100 icon, your cards are not going to be worth as much as you think 25, 30 years from now. Kevin Garnett and Duncan and Ray Allen are less expensive than some of the rookies now because everyone's projecting what John Morant and you know, and RJ Barrett and Zion are gonna do versus understanding who those players were. And that's why I keep saying, Dan, over and over, vintage, 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 vintage. That's where the action is. He's uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's the CEO of VaynerMedia, but uh, most know him as Gary V on social media. A uh, serial entrepreneur, five-time New York Times bestselling author and host of Tea with Gary V every day helping entrepreneurs build and grow their businesses during the pandemic. What happens if a card is autographed? What does that do to the value? When it comes in the current packs, over the last 15 years, the card companies have done autographs in packs. That's good. If it's done by hand, the way that you and I grew up, they tend to be lower in value Mm -hmm. than actually the card. So in that general area, sometimes a little bit more, depending on who's signing. My son collected Pokemon cards. That's good. I have the, he has them in uh, plastic and I actually, my wife got them for me last night because she knew I was going to talk to you today and I don't know the value of that, but he, am I going to be rich, Gary? 
Well, Dan, you're rich. So I don't know if you know this. Richer. Richer. Yes, if it's the right shadowless first edition, Charizard, hollow, like anything. I have a couple of those. Okay, well, that gets... Damn, we're going to have to talk offline here. Like, I really need to know if you have the one. Like, you're going to have to text me a picture because because a perfect 10 Charizard Hollow Shadowless First Edition is over $100,000. Let's go uh, shopping here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here's what I would say, though, knowing who listens to this incredible show. If you love sports, a lot of you have decided to gamble because it makes sports that you naturally don't have fandom into far more interesting. What I know about gambling is it can be bad. And what I know about sports cards is you can get the same thrill. I mean, I watched that Mavericks Clippers series like crazy because when I first got back in two years ago, I decided through the first half of his career that Luka Donich was going to be something really special. And he affirmed that this year and especially in the playoffs. So I'm sitting on a massive amounts of Luca rookies that I paid $35 for that were at $2,000 at the height of that run. Now they're down to 12, 1300 seasons over. But as you can imagine, Luca eliminating the Clippers would have done some real damage and probably would have pushed it to 3000. The juices were going. That was a Clippers Mavs game that I wouldn't watch a year ago. So, so for everybody who's listening, if you know, a lot of us love to debate sports and we all play Monday morning quarterback. For example, I'm very glad that I wasn't making content about my points of view on Patrick Mahomes coming out of college. I would have been uncomfortably historically incorrect. <laughs> I didn't see it and he's, and he's got all the pieces in place to be all time scary. It's great to talk to you, Gary. Thank you for sharing and I uh, hope to cross paths with you again soon. Anytime. And by the way, Dan, please tell me something that can give me some optimism on my New York Jets season. Can you give me something like I am in a real funk? There's only 15 games left, Gary. What about Becton is a surefire Hall of Famer? I mean, he looks incredible 13 seconds into his career. Have you bought any of his rookie cards? I haven't because Anthony Munoz's rookie cards are like $6. Oh. Offensive linemen are not going to change our careers. (laughs) Thank you. By the way, Becton's injured. He's not playing this weekend. Not true. I'm too on top of my stuff. Paulie, is Becton playing this week? McLovin, is Becton playing? Just came across the wire that Mekhi Becton pulled out of practice with an injury. No, but we don't know how severe it is. Gary V, look it up. I believe you got I am I am literally, literally dead. I just died. I'm dead. Oh my God, it's true and I knew it. Sorry to break the news to you, Gare. I am literally dead. When I tell you that I am in such a catonic state of like holding on to, well, at least we have Jonathan Ogden. For this to be live right now, yeah, I mean, (laughs) all right, Dan, we'll talk soon. Keep your head up. (laughs) I could not believe that just happened. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted shout out is Uncovering Your Insecurities by Rabia. Gary's heart to heart with his caller, Chris, was like he's speaking directly to me. Best believe this episode is downloaded and will be listened to quite regularly. Thank you, Gary, for steering me in the direction that I've needed to go in for the last 15 years. I love you, man. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.